ownership is everything. It here's the thing. I I have experienced this over and over again with men and women that I care about, that I know personally, be it Colin Kaepernick, be it Kyrie Irving, who end up really locked out of an entire industry, mistreated by an entire industry. Because people that love us, people that know us, people that come from our communities don't have any ownership in the genres where we dominate, be it in the music industry, be it all over the sports industry, be it in the fashion industry, be it in the news business. Ownership is everything. Right now, as you listen to my voice on this podcast, I own this podcast. Nobody else owns this but me. So I'm able to come on here and speak truth to power because I'm an owner. And I want us to talk about the value of ownership. All right. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King. And you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. This week, you may have seen the news that Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, whose company was really built on the backs of two groups of people. Famous black athletes from Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods on down and Asian sweatshops, underpaid Asian labor around the world. And Phil Knight is one of the wealthiest people in the entire world because black athletes, which he is not one. I don't even think the man is incredibly athletic. I mean, at this point, he's in his 80s. But black athletes and cheap Asian labor made this man filthy rich. And so when Kyrie Irving shares a link to a black history documentary that he doesn't even really understand has some parts in it that are indeed anti-Semitic. That's not what the documentary is about. But it had some parts that were anti-Semitic. When he learned that, he first said, I own this. It's my mistake. And for people that are harmed by it, I own it. And, And then eventually apologized directly, profusely. Well, Phil Knight said, no, 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 we don't want you at our company. I said, hold on. Kyrie Irving, for those of you who don't know, his shoes at Nike are some of the best-selling shoes in their entire company. His shoes are consistently among the most popular shoes among college athletes, NBA athletes. And, And here's the thing. Like, my kids love his shoes. Nike can do that. The NBA, the Brooklyn Nets can say, uh, no, we don't want you to come back for at least five games, but it might be 10, 20, 50. We don't know. We just don't want you to come back. In fact, we have six things that you have to do that we've never asked anybody else to do in the history of the NBA. We have six things that we want you to do, and you can't even come back until you do them because we're not owners. Of all of sports, all professional sports, 
There is one majority black owner, Michael Jordan. There's zero in baseball, zero in football. And here we are. We saw what happened to Colin Kaepernick. We're seeing what's happening to Kyrie Irving. But it's not just Colin Kaepernick and Kyrie Irving. It's industry after industry after industry. And here's the thing. While I am actually very frustrated with Kanye West for things that he has said that are actually anti-Semitic. Now, we're now learning over and over and over again how many times he's talked about his respect and admiration for Hitler. That's a no-go for me. Like, that's, that's a line too far for me. And it should be a line too far for you. But what we learned and what Kanye learned the hard way is that he's not an owner at Balenciaga. He's not an owner at Adidas. He's not an owner at Gap. And so as industry after industry and corporation after corporation cuts ties with him, he's had to come to grips that because he's not an owner, he can only say what they allow him to say. And when his speech crossed lines that corporations didn't approve of, they cut ties. And you know, we saw the same thing happen with Colin Kaepernick who at the peak of his physical life while he was still in his 20s, having taken a team, having been in the Pro Bowl multiple times, having set literal NFL records, having taken his team to the Super Bowl and almost winning the Super Bowl, the man takes a knee for police brutality and loses his dream and his career for the rest of his life. Well, there are no black owners to say, hold on. I actually like the knee. <laughs> Hold on. I actually thought that was badass. Uh, matter of fact, we're all going to do this. We're all taking knees and, and throwing up a black power fist. Why? Because I own this team. Well, nobody can say that. There's not a single black, even though it's 70% black players getting brain damage. There are no black owners. The owners aren't getting, aren't getting brain damage. So you have filthy, rich, white conservatives running black men into the ground, getting filthy rich, but no black ownership. Ownership is everything. And over and over and over again, I see us hit a ceiling, hit a wall. I see people just get incredibly frustrated because we're not owners in spaces that we dominate. And I am trying right now with my own life to position myself and position my family and position a lot of people around me to say, listen, we need to be owners so that we're able to speak truth to power, so that we're able to do what it is that we need to do or want to do or dream to do without limitation. But when we're not owners, anybody can impose whatever limit, whatever hoop we have to jump through. They can impose those things on us no matter what we've done, no matter what we've accomplished. It's incredibly frustrating. Ownership is also a path to financial freedom. It's a path to control. And time and time and time again, people that don't love us, don't care about us, don't have our best interests at heart, 
end up being able to tell us what they want us to do. Just to be able to make a living, just to be able to excel, just to be able to be present. And so, you know, we hear a lot of people now using this phrase, buck breaking. I first learned about buck breaking when I was a student at Morehouse College in the intro to sociology class by our dear brother, Larry Crawford, now known as Mwalimu Baruti, who taught us that on the plantation, consistently, regularly, this is documented fact, black men, often the strongest black man, would be brought before every enslaved person on a plantation and beaten, mutilated, tortured, murdered, slaughtered. I won't even tell you the types of ways that they did this, this humiliating, excruciating torture campaign that we now call buck breaking to basically break the spirit of anybody who even thought about challenging the rules of the plantation. And a lot of us really feel like that's what's happening with Kyrie Irving right now. The man apologized. Before he apologized, he said, I own this. I did not understand that there were actually anti-Semitic parts of this. I own it. I, I cast aside those anti-Semitic parts. I don't stand by them. He said all that before he apologized and said he did not want to cause harm to anyone. And anybody that knows this man knows this is a man of love, compassion, curiosity, and then even when he apologized, he said, no, 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 You're, we're past that. Your apology is not good enough. You will now need to do these six things. You'll have to give half a million dollars. You'll have to meet with rabbis. You'll have to meet with the CEO. You'll have to meet with the NBA. You'll have to get counseling. He shared a black history documentary and apologized once he really understood the gravity and weight of the moment and the consequences of it. But because we're not owners, that apology is not enough. They, they keep setting new goalposts. And guess what? They can do that because they own it and we don't. Listen, I've got to run. I'm glad it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. And if you are not yet a member of the North Star, why not? Go now to thenorthstar.com. Please, please, please become a member today. We need your support. We survive because of your support. Go now. Join today. We want you to be a part of what we're building, what we're doing. Help us continue to do what we do. Give me the space to speak truth to power every single day. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101, 
We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mm-hmm.